We be holding it down to one, two. We are. One, two, tandem right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to Shot Boogie. Shout out to Merciless Guy Maker. Shout out to E Clash. Shout out to Patty. Mm-hmm. Shout out to P Fines. Her birthday. Let's Happy, birthday, Happy birthday, P Fines. Happy birthday to you. I was going to say the sweet songs of um, Ashby, but um, uh, I don't know. You can still say know. it. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I forgot to do something. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Hold on, Ash. Go ahead. Okay. So whatever he's about to do, I'm not sure what's going on, but shout out to oh, shout out to the rest of the squad. Me and CEO are going to hold it down today. Hopefully he gets into these hot topics and give me something. I need something. I need feedback. But if he doesn't, y'all make sure y'all call in. CEO, what's the call in number? 980. Oh, I'm back. I'm sorry. <laughs> what's the call in number if they want to call in on oh, the live? 980 is right there on the live. Yeah, you know so call in if y'all want to chime in on any of these hot topics that we're going to get into but soon wait, wait here. Wait for the cue to call, though. Right, wait for the, the cue to call because we will hang right. up. Facts. We'll, we'll give you that cue. Right. <laughs> Gunshots. All right, so getting right into it, as y'all know, we always start with the mess and try to end on a good note. So we're going to start off with um, Hosea Chanchez. Yes. Is it that? That's how you said it? Yeah. Said it? I'm not sure if you pronounce his, ho- his first name, Hosea. I believe it is. Hosea Chanchez. Yeah, Hosea. He opens up about being molested at the age of 14. And shout out to him because that is big to do. That's something that... A lot of people are struggling with, but a lot of people don't have the the um, they don't have the confidence to come out. So, yeah, that's true. Um, y'all can go and pull up the story because I'm not going to read everything he said. But um, he pre- he pretty much was speaking of a, 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 a one of his friends, fathers. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pretty close with the, the dad that mm-hmm. him and the dad interacted and right. he kind of spoke about how he would warm him up to the fact he would be asking him about girls like oh I bet you those girls be all over you I bet you they be wanting that that mm-hmm. thing you got you know what I'm saying just yeah. kind of warming up to him and he described mm-hmm. the situation what actually happened mm-hmm. is one day he was on his way the dad was bringing Hosea home mm-hmm. it was just the two in the car and he um let him know you know um it's not it's not molestation if a man gives you oral sex. He proceeded right. to give him oral sex. Uh-huh. 14 years old. And Hosea was so ashamed. He said, mm-hmm. if I tell anybody, it's going to hurt my family more than it's going to hurt this man. So right. let me keep this to myself right. all these years. Come to find out the same dad, he's a professor at a university. Mm-hmm. He has prior people that have come forward mm-hmm. and he's had a trial and everything. People have come forward and saying the same allegations that he's right. molested them. He sexually assaulted them right. and everything. So evidently this was an ongoing thing right. and shout now, out to Hosea for being able to come out and divulge and say that. But for the people that don't know who um, Hosea Sanchez is, who Sanchez. is Sanchez, he was on the game. Okay. He's been in a lot of different movies, but I think the, everybody knows him from the game. From the game. He, um, gosh, I forget his his character's name in the game, but mm-hmm. he, um, people know him from the game. And when you see his picture, even Google mm-hmm. the name, you see his picture, you'll, you've will you seen him. Black Twitter, y'all know who he is. So I, I, Honestly, I didn't know who the guy was. Mm-hmm. I was like, who the you didn't watch this? the game? I don't know. Nah, I don't really watch them shows and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know? The game was the shit, though. That was one of the good ones. That was the one with The Rock had it? No, the oh. game was um, with... I forget which oh, sister, like T and Tamara. Um, okay, okay, I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know we call it T and Tamara, both of them T and Tamara. <laughs> Don't we call, both black people always call T and Tamara. They, we just call both of them T and Tamara. It's, what, it's Tia? It's Tia and Tamara, but we call T-tamera. both of them T and Tamara. T and Tamara. If you see Tamera, one, Tia. hey, T and Tamara. Right. See the other one? Hey, Tia and Tamara. We don't know which one y'all are, but yeah, that show. So, yeah, I just think, I think oh, it man. was big of him because uh-huh. I think it brings forth it makes it more comfortable for a black man to talk about this because right. imagine the shame. Right. He's 14. He's 
damn near in his 40s now. But you know, the, the thing that I don't get a lot of times when these cases come about, when they, when they arise, is that more so than none, the, the person always says they are afraid to say something because they are afraid of what the general public may say. Yeah. Like, a lot of times you hear these stories, they say, you know, I was afraid to come out. I was afraid to come out. Like, why are you afraid to come out? If you know something is wrong or mm-hmm. is wrongdoing being done to you, why you are afraid? Who are you protecting? You know, mm-hmm. you're not protecting yourself. You know, you're just protecting a person that molested you. Right. So right. why are I don't know why people be in this cocoon and be like, hey, I don't want to say nothing. Because when nigga try, I'm, nigga, I'm telling everybody, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't, I don't and get I, that. No, part. I think that's good that you have that mentality. A lot of people don't have that same mentality right. of speaking up for themselves. Right. And I even heard this lady talk. She was saying how she allows her kids to tell her no. Like she mm-hmm. not in a disrespectful way right. or whatever. Just to get them used to the fact if it's something that's going on, you have that right to say no. Say no. Right. I was talking to another friend about this and he was like, you know, a guy like tried to he wanted me to do something sexual to him and I went right home. And I told my sister right. just off of instinct. I was like, that's so incredible right. that you as a 10, 11 year old child had the instinct to know that this wasn't right. Right. And I need to go tell somebody that can do something about it. Right. As opposed to feeling like if I tell somebody it's going to ruin my family. Right. People, I'm going to be ashamed. He let a or, he let a man give him oral, oral sex, sex and he probably, you know, mm-hmm. orgasm off of it. Right. And it probably made him feel like, am I gay? Right. You know what I mean? So in his 14 year old head, I don't think he could put that together. But shout out to the children that experience this and have the confidence to say something about it. Right. And parents, talk to your kids. Talk to your kids, man. Talk like, to your kids. Yeah, I talk to my th- son all the time. Like, yo, man, what happened to school today? You know, da, 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 I'm an advocate. Know. Did they touch you? In, anybody touch you inappropriately? <laughs> right. No, mom. You're going to get sick of me asking, but I'm going to ask because right, I want you to feel comfortable. I want it to be a conversation that we can have. Facts. So we're going to move along these same lines and get into this Malik Yoba shit. Oh, man, this is crazy. So if I can go ahead and get that ox cord, yes, right I do have some dialogue um, mm-hmm. from Malik Yoba. Um, you know pretty much what's going on with this. Yes, he said the he story- liked transphobia, you know, he's well, of- against transphobia. Well, he said he's attracted to trans transgender women, women or right. whatever. Um but the thing about it is, mm-hmm. let me play this clip and then okay. we'll, we'll we'll get into. You're we'll queued get into up. It. Okay, you know. Okay. Good. Oh. Good morning, family. First and foremost, I want to say thank you all, all the good folks who reached out in the last 24 hours, seeing my name, talking about trans attraction. Imagine that, Malik Yoba. Um, so here's the thing: uh, we're human beings. Um, and we're all part of the God body. So, um, I'm sorry. I mean, it's a lot, so I'm just kind of trying to right. go through the clips. And so it's going to take the efforts of everybody. You know, I've got three children, and I apologize to my own children because my kids got some foul messages with folks thinking that it's okay because you don't understand something. Just because you don't understand something. All right, I'm going to play this last little bit of this clip, and we'll get right So I hope that friends, family, loved ones can come out, share your experiences, share your creativity, share your vision of what a just world would look like. I want all trans men, my brothers out there, that don't feel that you're connected to the black male experience or the male experience, because cisgender men don't 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 fuck with you. I'm telling you, I'm here for you as well. All right, I'm here so, for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what he was pretty much saying is he he pretty much divulged the information that he's attracted to right. trans women. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. You know, I think it is okay to normalize it. I don't even think it should be a topic of is he gay or whatever. Because I mean, it's for me who you're having sex with it. it it doesn't matter to me. It, mm-hmm. It's literally just a sexual thing that when mm-hmm. you see a person, you really don't know who they're having sex with. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that separates pe- homo, homo, um, homosexuals from mm-hmm. other people. That's literally the only thing, sex. So when he said that, I'm like, okay, that was what's up. Where the issue comes in for me, mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard the transgender that came out. Nah. She came out, she lives in, I believe, New York. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But she came out and said how she used to work the um, host role or whatever. And mm-hmm. Malik Yo- Yoba frequented her services right. when she was only 14 years old. 
14. 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And she said he has a type. She went on to divulge like how he he likes black women, but he will, um, you know, mess with Puerto Ricans or whatever. But mm-hmm. he has a type and everybody and like all my friends because she stayed in a foster home, mm-hmm. which was normal for uh, people that stay in foster home to prostitute their bodies for money. Mm-hmm. So she would say that, you know, some of the other people from the foster home would be like, girl, you know, you need to go ahead and, and do that, girl. You know what I mean? Right. Get that bag. She was like, I wasn't getting no real money. I was getting forty, fifty dollars at the right, time. Now this was a trans woman. This was a trans okay. woman. She's she's fully. I believe she's got an operation. She's a full trans woman, and uh-huh. she was just going in. And she's actually said there's no uh, statutory limitation on this. So Malik Yoba, mm-hmm. I believe he came out with this because he's about to be coming up on charges. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you know that show Pose, my fucking show. I Pose. love that show. Never Pose. Heard that show it comes on FX. It's uh-huh. a really good show. So. He evidently had a role on mm-hmm. that show. And I don't remember if you remember he's on Empire. I remember Empire, yeah. Well, he got fired from Empire for, I believe, making like homophobic mm-hmm. remarks or something like that. So it's just like, I believe all of this is a ploy because something was something getting ready to, to come, come out, out and he right. tried to get ahead of it. So I mean, my thing is, I don't mm-hmm. I don't um I don't mind anybody's sexual preference. If right. that's your sexual preference, that's who you like, that's who you like. My only thing is, um, like for me, is just why putting it on social media on Front Street is making it like, um, like just media propaganda for you to put that out there because we know this is the information age. Everybody process and access stuff through social media, internet, things of that nature, and then people, you know, that have access to you know straight male, straight kids, straight girls, straight um, guys, stuff like that. So it's like if you that's what you like, you like um, transsexual women. Cool. Keep that to yourself under wraps. You ain't got to put that on on social media and then try to make people accept it. That's what I think he was trying, in my opinion, what he was trying to do. Like, guys, it's so cool. It's okay if you like this. But, you know, if a, so you saying if a kid that's, say, 14, 15 years old, he likes um, Malik Yoba, he watches that. He's a, you know, he's straight kid. And he watches that. Oh, it's so it's cool to say if I like, you know, transsexual woman and stuff like that. You know, I just don't, I don't like that don't like part of that, you know, so. And uh, and and just to add to that, what makes it him coming out and saying it publicly, he didn't even inform his children because his, the mother of his kids came out and said, while I support you and everything you do, right. the fact that you went out on social media and didn't prepare your children right. for this. Right, put that out. And mm. you put that out first to save yourself. You put yourself ahead of your kids. Right. You know what I mean? Mm. Just so you can get the sympathy points that you thought you were going to get. Right. The shit backfired because by you. You putting it out publicly publicly now you have that lady coming forward mm-hmm. saying with her experiences with them and i'm and pretty she sure 14. she was 14 mm. and there's other people coming forward it's not just her she, the only reason why she's been put on a platform is because she's been fight, fighting for transsexual rights in new york for a long time like right. it's because of her laws have been passed that people who have uh, experienced this trauma there's no mm-hmm. statutory limitation on it you can go mm-hmm. back and sue them she's been part of organizations to help get justice for her community right. so mm-hmm. for her to come out and say it i mean i i'm i tend to believe it right. i tend to believe it and this was back when new york undercover was on because she would say i remember when that show would come on and mm-hmm. i'd be like yeah you know i know his secret but she was right. young so of course she's like yeah look i yeah, know I what he right. like to do know you know what, what i mean right. right so it's just like I mean, I don't like know. I said, you know, I, I don't have nothing against um, him and the sexual preferences. I just right. don't like the way he went about it and did it. You know, but like you say, they, I, I forgot it's a term for like before something comes out, you put out in front street before the backlash comes. It's a term mm-hmm. for that. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure his advisor's like, listen, man, this shit about to come out. You need to put yourself out there, put on social media, which he was ill-advised to do. But he's like, all right, let me just do this. Boom, let boom, me just boom. do right. it. Right. But. So he did it. And he's <sighs> been getting a lot of backlash. Yeah. What do y'all think, it. man? What do y'all think over there? Yeah. Yeah. What do y'all think, Instagram? What do y'all think, Facebook? Yeah, let China. us know your thoughts on the Malik Yoba situation. Right. Let I want to know if people think he should have done it publicly or if this is something that he should have handled privately. Because I, I mm-hmm. to be honest... Like I always say, you, we don't know have to know what goes on in your bedroom. Right. You, know, you could have right. literally, if he's in a transsexual relationship, in a relationship with a transgender right now, he could have literally hit the red carpet, and that's how he could have made his right. announcement, just by living his life. And nobody would never know. But the fact is that he wanted it on Front, front right. Street. The fact that he didn't include his children in it, that just lets you know he wanted the attention from it. So right. I'm glad it backfired on that ass. I'm glad. All right, so moving on. Yes, what we got? 
Walmart announces the end of all handgun and ammunition sales. That's not a good bomb, though. That's a bad bomb. Well, I mean, you're mad, but a lot of people are... um, are happy about this news. So after a string of deadly mass shootings, popular retailer Walmart is making a decision that many believe should have occurred years ago. The discount Mm -hmm. chain has officially decided to end all sales of handguns and ammunition. Um, Despite there being many instances of mass shooters obtaining their firearms from Walmart, as well as openly brandishing the weapon while inside the stores. Walmart has never moved the stores and stopped selling the handguns. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was literally as easy as you can go get your eggs, your milk, your right. bread. Oh, let me go buy aisle 10 and give me right. some ammunition and a little handgun. It I was mean, real easy. But we have the right to bear arms. We so have the right to bear arms. That. We do. You know, and then I, you know. I said it was a um a bad a bad situation, not because it's a bad situation for um the people, it's a bad situation for Walmart. Because I say it's for Walmart because you know, a lot of times, you know, we like I said, we had the right to bear arms. So mm-hmm. people go you could go to any um local gun shop or anything, go there, buy your ammunition, whereas Walmart is a chain, you know, of of it's a chain. So you could go there, get your ammunition. So I just think that for them it's gonna hurt Walmart's pockets and for the person that's adamantly goes to Walmart and has that right to go bear arms and go let me go get my ammunition I think for me just taking away their rights a little bit to say hey I have this weapon let me go get some ammunition but Walmart to me didn't have nothing to do with the mass shootings like that that's, that has nothing to do with mass shootings a person that's gonna think I could be like yo you know what fuck this shit. I'm gonna take my gun and go mass shoot some that has nothing to do with Walmart so I don't know why you know Walmart is, is even, even considering that or I don't know I don't know what their ploy is with that that's I, I think I think it was the easy access of it all. Mm. Um and I just think that um for me, I don't think it should have been sold in Walmart because like I said, it's just it's Walmart to twenty four hours a day. Right. If you don't have access to a gun, you can easily go to Walmart and get it. And I just think that is a problem. You do have the right to bear arms, but the issue is when these guns get into the wrong hands. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just like there's no mental evaluation that the Walmart's going to conduct. Like you can literally anybody can go in, but I, I mean, do want to go to a gun shop and get a gun. There's they no can, mental they can, they can go to somebody on the street and buy a gun right. at back arm. But I just think it should be less options. We got to eliminate all the options. And if we got to start with Walmart, let's start with them and work our way down. I don't know how you're going to eliminate motherfuckers just actually bringing guns to the hood I mean, and yeah. then people distributing them guns. You know right. what I'm saying? Because you got people in Chicago with fucking um, pistols that they using in Afghanistan and right. shit. So it's like, how are they getting A-R-A them? They're not. Exactly. How is all this getting in so we can stop selling it on Walmart? But like is I, that going right. to say it's going to stop uh, mass shootings? No, not when it's a random nigga in Chicago with an AR. Right. You know what I'm saying? So That's it's I just like... I don't like, know what the angle is for them to stop selling ammunition. Like, what is your angle? I don't get it. Well, one popular comment, I like to try mm. to find the pop, most popular comment right. or whatever. So this is what she had to say. Uh-huh. And it seems like everybody seems to kind of be swaying in her point of view. Mm-hmm. So this is I am underscore D beauty. And she says that no one stopped him, he shot and killed himself after he killed 58 innocent people, speaking of right. one of the mass shooters. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, and before that, there was uh, the innocent kids killed in Sandy Hook and the kids shot in the in the Columbine and the people shot in the movie theater and the churchgoers killed in the synagogue in Pennsylvania and the churchgoers killed in Charleston. Mm-hmm. You are right, criminals have guns and they are slaughtering innocent people daily while they shop at Walmart. While they go out to clubs in Orlando and in Dayton, but according to you, none of the none of this matters. Your right to own a gun is more importantly someone else's right to live. God bless the kids who have died as sacrifice to protect your right to bear arms. Right now in America, there have been more mass shootings than there have been days in the year. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and that's why I said we got to start at something. But it's like you say, we stopped the selling the guns at the Walmart and tomorrow we have a mass shooting. So right. where do we go from there? But what are we going to do gun. with? Oh, they, they say handgun ammunition sales. Yeah, I thought they said but it's like, what are we going to do with these these extensive guns that can literally shoot up right. a bunch of people? What are we going to do with them coming into communities? Right. Like what? 
we it's a way to stop that but y'all trying to do these little sidebar right. things taking them out of walmart when you're right the issue is these underground sales that are right. going on what are y'all gonna do about that and then actually if you go to um walmart that's a that's a bill of sale you got a you got a credit card or unless you go in there and pay cash but you know you got the cameras you got or i would rather go to walmart and get my gun and handgun where you could actually okay if this person did it and with all the technology they got going on right now if they scan a card or something like that put a chip monitor all, all types of shit they motherfuckers could do i'd rather go to walmart for somebody to get a gun rather than go undercover and get these old dirty guns and shit like that and doing what they got to do so right. i don't think, like i said i don't know what the what that what walmart with their is. angle yeah, is yeah angles. yeah you know what i mean but well, whatever yeah all right so this wasn't in the hot topics but did you hear Nicki uh-huh. minaj is retiring she ain't retiring she came <laughs> back and retracted that shit she ain't tired well no she didn't retract it she said that she felt like she was a little harsh with her fans uh-huh. she said that she shouldn't have abruptly said that she was retiring she should toilet, she said that she should have oh maybe God. just announced it on her queen radio platform and i do think she's gonna be moving towards the podcast uh-huh. radio platform as right. opposed to rapping because Nicki cannot handle what's going what's on going, that's what i was just about to the music industry has changed so much that and they people, consumers are so involved with their lives that they're forgetting about everything. They're blanking. Right. People are actually blanking on air. Like, right. <laughs> it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. I just like, think that um, for, for Nick, in Nikki's case, Nikki has been relevant by herself for so long that now, mm-hmm. like you said, the music is changing. Now is a lot of is a floodgate of female artists that's coming into the game. You got Cardi B. You got um, what's her name? Um, Meg the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. You got Cash Doll. You got all these artists, female artists that's coming out, and a lot of them are emulating and, or imitating what the um, previous female artists mm-hmm. have done because you know act they paved the way. So. Nikki can't handle that because if you look at her, when her rise and her um, stay at the top, it was no other female artist really competing with her. No, it wasn't. I remember I saw a category when Nicki Minaj won. Eve was in the category. <laughs> I'm like, Eve hasn't put out a record in like prior to that in like six, seven years. So that's why I was like, you know what? Now she's feeling the brunt of all these female rappers coming out. The industry is changing. Her music is not, you know, she, and it's not like her music is changing. Her music is the same. It's just that people are listening to music differently. You got Cardi B with a new wave. So you're like, well, Nicki ain't doing what Cardi B doing. It's so, so many other options. Right. And it kind of separates the fan base because right. you're going to either be a barb or you're going to be down with Cardi B. Right. It's like, it's, it's like or you can't be girl, down, hot, right, or a hot girl. You got to choose between <laughs> right. the little sets and somebody's going to get left out. Somebody's not going to get as much sales somebody's right. gonna be the brunt of all the jokes and right. that's Nicki Minaj cause she's been in the game the and longest she's the oldest she's about to be 37 years old mm-hmm. so it's like they looking at her like Right, They're looking at Nikki, how Nikki looked at Lil' Kim Little and Foxy Kim. Brown Facts. when she first got in the game. Right, she, they old. How people were telling her, you know, you just pay your respects to the people that came came before you. Right. Just little things like that. Don't right. be saying a little slick shit. Facts. Nikki is now Feeling that shit. She's feeling the raft of that. And she can't and karma she's, she's just trying to do any little thing mm-hmm. to keep herself relevant. She is. You know? She is. Like this whole announcement. Yeah, like, come on. Retiring. You working, <laughs> you you would just say you're working on an album. How are you retiring? You ain't finna go and finish the album. What are you gonna do with the album? Right. So I don't believe that shit. She's yeah. just trying to do anything to keep her name relevant. You know right. I mean? Well, um, I don't know how much time we have, but I did want to um, we got a little time, yep. All right, I did want to um, send the condolences out to the former uh, president of du- Zimbabwe died. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, who's and like, he's actually made a, he's been uh, he passed away at ninety five and he's been leading the country for like forty years. So oh, wow. he's his name is Ma- oh, gosh, I don't want to mess up his name. Pronounce it. Say it good. It's Robert. First name is Robert, <laughs> okay. but his last name is Mugabe. Mugabe? Mugabe. Mugabe? Mugabe. Mugabe. Okay, you give people Mugabe. options. But I did want to send my condolences out, big, right. even though he died in 95, he lived a full-on life. 95? So 95. Wait, so what made you bring this shit up now? Because he just died. Oh, I thought you said he died in 95. I'm no, like, he's 95 years old. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> he died at 95. Bruh, let me get myself a brook. Yeah. I'm like, yo, I thought you said died in 95. We in 2019. What the fuck are you talking about? All right. No, but he's been leading the country for 40 years. For 40 years. 40 years. And he He's done a lot for him, and mm-hmm. um, that country is grieving his loss. So I just wanted to okay. shot him out. Um, right. There was something we else the that I wanted day, to. Though. The question of the day that Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I hope it was more of us um, so right. I can ask to this actually, question. Right. Yeah. 
So y'all may have seen this question on social media and um, I just wanted to pose it to the group. It's just the two of us. So I'll pose it to you. Even though you're married, you can still answer. Uh-huh. You just won. You just won $50 million. Right. But your ex needs $49 million for a heart transplant or she dies. Right. She what dies. you doing? I said if she dies, she dies. But then, you know, because <laughs> you got to look at this question, right? A lot of people aren't really cool with their exes. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to think about it. What if your ex is your child's father? Right. You, do you really do you want really, him to die? You, you know, know what I mean? Fact. I mean, we posed a question <laughs> on our face on our Instagram page. I was like, you know, if somebody did take the 49, at least you got one million. One million dollars, you can flip it. You know, but still a millionaire. Says the guy who said he, that uh, she's just gonna die. So you saying you no, would no, give? No, I say if she dies, she dies. If. So if you had, you never really answered the question. Then. So I if did. you had forty nine millions, are you keeping the one million? Given? No, no, I'm not giving her shit. You're not giving. If her she shit. dies, she dies. It's, <laughs> fuck that. And I think ninety percent of the, depending on what your relationship is, with right? Your ex. With your ex, you know what I'm saying? She so ask me today. I am right. keeping all fucking forty nine. But then people gonna say like, which ex? You know, because people, have, a lot of people have a lot of exes. Oh, if it's an ex that's know? not my child's father, then. Uh huh. I'm keeping the whole run. And then now Charles Father is a little iffy. I don't know. I had to think about it. I don't really know. So so you saying you'll take the whole fifty million, right? That's your that was your answer? I mean, you know, maybe I'll pay for the funeral. With the one million extra? No, I'm gonna keep the whole thing and I got the funeral costs. <laughs> <laughs> Life insurance pays for that. Well, hey, well then I'm keeping my whole thing. Ah, shit. So we, All right, so we had the we had the VMAs. Let me ask you this. Okay. Uh-huh. Name the best music video ever recorded. The best music video. The best music video ever recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I haven't seen every music video. But you was in we lived in the ages where fucking videos was popping. You know what we, I mean? We, we you remember did. making the video? That we was did. like a whole episode of people making a fucking video, and we love that shit. The best video, I, I mean, for me, mm-hmm. I would think it would have to be um, Puff Daddy's Victory mm. to me. I don't know if y'all seen that video, but that video was like a fucking, and then one way, no, 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 it's another one. Um, I got mine. No, no, the best video ever made, all right, nah, I can't say that. I can say that. That was like say a video. It. Nah, say it wasn't it. a video. Come though. on, CEO. Now say it. Spit it out. Now nah, it was a. I mean, I could say R. Kelly trapped in the closet. That whole series. That was oh like a. Oh my god. That was a long gated video. That was like a freaking. And that not was, even a trilogy. That yeah, was a. That was stored up. That was that. in depth. That was that was you know that had my attention. So uh-huh. I'll have to say between R. Kelly, the trapped in the closet, long gated video series, and Biggie Small's victory, I could I could come Biggie back. Biggie Small's victory, that. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, victory. That video was tough because uh-huh. the way they 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 did the whole behind the scenes and that shit took a lot of money, a lot of time. Yeah, and yeah, back then, like there was a budget, an actual budget for, budget videos. for videos. Video girls was making sometimes for a freaking uh, weekend shooting a video, $25,000, yeah. $30,000. Shout out to Melissa Ford, right. one of the best to oh, do Melissa it. Melissa Ford, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in every video. Everybody video. <laughs> Barney's Burgos could never. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say my video, like of all times, uh-huh. is Busta Rhymes and Janet Jackson. Gonna make, gonna make, because that was like the most, that time? was like, yes, because that was like the first futuristic video that, you know, they oh, was turning wait. into, Buster Rhymes had a fucking lot, like they're saying that Buster Rhymes may be up for the Video Vanguard Award, uh-huh. and I'm here for it, even though they not finna give you niggas nothing, they just gave Missy her Video Vanguard, right. niggas not getting the shit for a while. Wait, you said Buster Rhymes? Buster Rhymes video. Jenna Jackson, gonna make, gonna make, gonna make your body that was, You wet. said that's your best video of all time? My favorite video of all time, I yeah. I you best video of all time. Best video of all time. Best Buster video. Jenna Jackson. Do you not remember how oh when that God. video dropped? I remember the making of Big that nigga. video, how they uh. turned to liquid and shit. Like uh. that video was the first video. That video set the trend for TLC to do they uh don't go chasing waterfalls. That set the trend for all this futuristic shit you see in videos now. Wait, we're saying Buster of Rhyme. all time though. Of all times, Buster Rhymes. How could you not? So I, you I, saying- I would either it would it's between that one and Missy Elliott get your freak on. Them was my two top videos of all time because if you remember making the video those two they even got hour-long specials it was a 30-minute show those two videos specifically got hour-long specials because they were so dope all right so you saying so you saying that video was better than michael jackson's thriller no (laughs) 
Really, nigga? Because I ain't think about Michael Jackson. Don't do me. My, okay, David, I'm changing really the question because I created the question so I can change it. Your you favorite video. Time. Your favorite my video. My favorite video. Of okay. all time. My favorite video victory. of all time. No, I ain't going to say victory. That's not my, my favorite video of all time. Ah, what have to be. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't got a favorite video. You have a favorite because you you have a favorite. You have to have a favorite because you you're not gonna tell me you didn't have a favorite and you lived in the era of music videos. You know what I mean? I mean like, like don't, I used to love do like that. I used to love love all the bad boy videos. They made they to me they were they out of hip hop they had the best videos. Like, but favorite video, that uh, you know what I you know what my favorite video was um. Um, I'll have to say because I knew the people that was in that video was um, um, Naughty by Nature Hip Hop Parade. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember that. That's my favorite video because my cousin in the wings doing his acting thing. I'm Shop surprised you wasn't in that video. Where was I, that shot in New Jersey? Somewhere? Um, I don't know where that was at. The Bronx, because I know my cousins them. Um, you know, I came up from an extensive music background, so they was in that video repping. And um, I think I could have had a chance to be in that video, but I don't know. I don't know. If, I wasn't as close with them as I am now or mm. whatever case, but yeah, I got to say that because I knew the people in that video. I'm like, yo, the fuck out, yeah, <laughs> Oh, yeah. My nah, that was the shit. Yeah. Well, evidently, mine is Buster Rhymes. Ah, yeah, that, don't I, hate I, on you me. Said, you I mean, time. at the end of the day, you can say what you want, but I mean, it's right up there with the MJ videos. Don't hate. Buster Rhymes has some fucking phenomenal. Don't you press Bruh. no button on me. Buster Rhymes <laughs> has some phenomenal videos. He he did, but uh, ain't no but. Uh, yeah, it's I, I just he did. Period. Anyway, let's get wrap up hot topics. Don't be yes. ending my segment. That wraps up hot topics. Y'all make sure y'all follow us on our Instagram page. Also, subscribe to our YouTube page as well. New videos coming up soon. Um, yeah, that wraps up hot topics. You can take it away. See hey, yo, man, let's give a round of applause on my top. Ashby and those hot topics and her favorite music video. She's had a best music video of all time. Bust around. With you with no that land. So what you saying, yo? Silly with my mini. What you silly? What's the hey, billy, yo? Hey, hey, hey shut bus, up. I'm need her to get the <laughs> shut up. Shut lyrics. up. Forget you. Hey, but yo, man, we want to get into our artist of the week, man. This artist go by the name of Grandma. I know you're probably like, yes, damn, why I know, right? all the time? He's our fave. But yo, he, he stayed, every time I check my inbox, there's some shit in my inbox. He stayed working. He's working. So, I mean, so I'm like, shout yo, out to him. Shout out to him. And as long, long as, as he's, he's working, working we're going to play. <laughs> okay, for real. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's my man, real. Grandma, man. This one is called Pay Up for my man, Grandma, Norbazi Podcast. <laughs> Taking no 
keep a pussy tight. She throw it like a light, hand roll it like a light. Her ass clap fast. I'ma throw some more cash. Black garbage bags, them dollars no trash. Tell you, tell you, boo thing. You need a new flame. I'm in that Moussain, all black Bruce Wayne. I'm cocking baby hollow. Money run through my veins. You can ask my niggas hollow. They'll probably say I done changed. You can ask mama hollow. She say she can't complain. I like a bad bitch, bad bitch, that's it. Legit, I've been too humble too long. I deserve to talk that shit. Now ride it like a Sierra. Go crazy with a Sierra. I make a hurricane, thunderstorm, rainstorm, whatever. Where the man in this bitch? Tell your boss she gon' quit. I'm about to make you famous. You be back to host this shit. Straight up. And you ain't coming back unless some niggas I pay up. I pay up. Okay. I ain't taking no pickups. I ain't taking no pickups. I ain't taking no pickups. I pay up. I pay up. Okay. I ain't taking no pickups. I ain't taking no pickups. I ain't taking no pickups. Pay up. She hopping, dropping, shake her ass for me nonstop. She going nice and she ain't stopping to the Back. That was our artist of the week. He go by the name of Grammar with Pay Up by Pay Up Artist. If y'all want to be an artist of the week of No Advisory Podcast, you know what you do. Just send us an email at noadvisorypromo at gmail.com. That is noadvisorypromo at gmail.com. So, let's give a hand clap. <laughs> For Grandma. Let's give a couple of bombs. Huh? No, we gave Grandma his bombs oh, okay. hand claps. Okay. Get some horns. We gave him his things. We gave him his things. Get some more hand claps. Get some more bombs. Don't get in the building. Don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. <laughs> he get bored happy now. He will get bored happy. Go crazy with my bomb. But I ain't gonna lie, when I was on the boards, I did get. You do go a little crazy. Happy, like, right? You know what? I deserve to sound right. Buttons are so nice. <laughs> they are, plush. but stop. Just want to push. Yeah, stop. <laughs> hey, yo, we're gonna give him a head clap. Yes. Mr. Cole from A5 Connection. Woo! Yes. Hey, Miss Nicole. Hey. Yes. <laughs> so, Mr. Nicole, let the people know who you are. We from what the fuck you do. Hey, but damn. <laughs> I mean, we go right and we get right, right, right to the point. <laughs> right. No intro, no name. <laughs> now, I'm Nicole Bain, so I'm yes. the founder of A Pie Connection. Um, right. I also host a um, webcast um, called Let's Keep It 100. Okay. Um, we go uh, live bi-weekly. Um, you can catch us on YouTube, uh, Pinterest. Uh, Pinterest. Um, Periscope. <laughs> oh my God. And uh, Pinterest? Like, really? Right. <laughs> like, I don't know what Damn. <laughs> like, we late? Might be an idea, though, actually, because right. people be going wild oh, on Pinterest. Hey, I mean, <laughs> Pinterest will lead you to a black Hello? for real. Thought <laughs> so Twitter was bad. Pinterest to have you up there, like, damn, what the? Right. I okay, didn't even um, know I needed this. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, but we go live um, bi weekly on YouTube, on Periscope, and on Twitter. And like I said, I'm the founder of A Pod Connection, as right. well as a bunch of other things. All right, so you ran a post for that. Now you know I'm glad she came up here and said it because yes. I was mispronounce mispronouncing the name. A pod connection. Yeah. <laughs> what were you no, saying? I was saying was I say, I was like a pod connection, but it's like maybe you just broke it down fast like a pod connection. A pod connection. Right. Because I was yeah. saying a pod. I was like a pod connection. So I mean, I guess either way, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah. either way. You just said it a little bit quicker. Right. <laughs> she said it a little bit. Like a pod but you connection. get every name wrong. I do. I be fucking up names. <laughs> you do. So basically, yeah. it's a like I'm like older than you guys, so it's a play and on. Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's um, how old do you think I am? I, I just know that I'm older than. Y'all. Okay. <laughs> right. um, there's an old school show. It's called A Love Connection. Uh-huh. Yes. So if you're familiar with that, that it's a play off of that. So it's a pod oh, connection. Oh, okay. That's dope. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. So how long have you been? How long have you done a pod connection? So a pod connection um, is in this third year. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year was more like a meetup type of thing. Um, the second year, we got like a really a lot of buzz from the first one, and I had it in Atlanta. Okay. Um, so this year. 
technically it was supposed to be in Houston because every year I like to put it in a, have it in a different place. Yeah, that's what and, I was going to ask. Yeah, have it in a different place and kind of give the podcasters and um, content creators in that area, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit a little bit of shine. Um, but I had some personal things going on this year. Mm-hmm. I had a grandson. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so I know Charlotte. I'm familiar with Charlotte. I have a lot of connections here in Charlotte. So it's just easier for me to just have it in Charlotte and just mm-hmm. try for a new location next year. Oh, right. okay. So yeah. um where did like where did the idea come from? Because it's um isn't no it's a lot of it's a lot of podcasts out a here. Lot. Yeah. Just in general. So right. in terms of what you guys are doing, like where did that idea come from? So basically, um like I said, it's a playoff of a love connection. Mm-hmm. So when I first got started in podcasting, which is about well actually like I started in um in radio, internet radio, mm-hmm. um like about five or six years ago. Um and then I kind of switched over to having a podcast. And for me, like when I got into it and I was looking for people to just network with, like workshops to go to, conferences, just all that, it was predominantly male and it was predominantly white. Mm. Um, And so, you know, like I always say for me, whenever I'm spending my money or spending my time, um, I like to go black. I like to buy black. I like to spend my time with with my people, with my tribe. You know what I'm saying? So as I'm looking and going through stuff, I didn't see it. Um, And if I did see it, it was like few and far between. Mm -hmm. So I'm also an event planner. So, you know, one and one equals two is just, okay, instead of waiting for somebody to do something, I could just do it myself. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, it started off with a meetup. Mm -hmm. And the original um, vision behind the meetup was just, you know, to me, there's a good feeling. It's no other feeling like being in a room with other creatives that share your same passion. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of times for us, um, people of color, I feel like we are not as successful as we could be and it's not because of lack of talent it's just lack of opportunity and um, connections you know other people they are on only because they had the right connection so I feel like if I'm in a room with somebody and maybe I don't know something but they do um, you know why not help each other out you know what I'm saying Um, you have a little bit more experience than I do Um, maybe maybe it's just something as simple as hey you should be using this type of equipment or hey you should be talking to this person and that could take you to the next level so that was the main vision of the first meetup just to kind of have novice people in the same room as experts so that's kind of where it started and it just took off from there yeah and I think that's a lot of what's going on that people have the talent but not being presented the opportunity I think I was listening I was watching a Vlad interview when he was interviewing Nick Cannon and he said he made a a comparison because he was pretty much saying that if you are Vlad was pretty much saying if you are successful there's no way that you will not be able to live off your success and make a living off of your success and Nick Cannon made this point. I think your work ethic plays a big part in oh, it yeah. because what separates the LeBron James from the regular people is the fact that he kept going. You know what I mean? So that the fact that you created this platform, I think, is amazing. But I wanted to know, like, you as a woman in this male-dominated industry, like, what sort of doors have you faced closing in you? I'm pretty sure you have some stories. Just because yeah. it's a male-dominated <laughs> industry, and I know the way you described it, I'm just... I can only imagine, girl. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, if there's been doors closed for me, I don't necessarily, I'm not aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the perception that people have um, is what I do notice. Like mm-hmm. I, like when people ask me something about a pod connection or pod connection network or pod excellence weekend, what I'm calling this, or just kind of anything that I'm affiliated with. Like I said, I'm an event planner as well. It's mm-hmm. almost like, well, who are you working with or who's mm-hmm. behind you or, you know, who's helping you with that? Um, you know, those are the type of questions that I get. And I'm like, why? You know what I mean? Right. Like, nobody. It's just me. And I'm not saying I don't need a team, but it's almost like they expect, like, you know, a man has to be beside me or just something bigger has to be behind me for me to be doing this. Right. Um, and I think, like, a lot of times, like, I'm a huge hip-hop head. So a lot of times, like, when on my podcast or, like, just other things that I talk about, it's like, you're, it's like men don't kind of respect, like, your opinion. You know what I'm saying? And they mm-hmm. almost need somebody else to vouch for you before they respect like what you say it's almost like you walk into a room you have you have to prove yourself yeah right. you have to prove yourself whereas a man can walk into a room right and they kind of have that that's all the back end that they need the fact that mm-hmm. they're men and they may they may or may not be powerful but the fact mm-hmm. that they have that energy so yes child i can't relate <laughs> i can't relate especially in this industry that's it is kind of based on a who you know industry mm-hmm. as opposed of what you can do right I think that it is important to have these type of platforms where talent can kind of present what they have. So Mm -hmm. thanks for this. Thanks for having this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, um, 
what the things that I do, like you wouldn't know that I'm actually an introvert. Like I'm an introverted person. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't like to be in the spotlight. I don't even like to talk. <laughs> um, You're doing a very good job. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. So I'm able to like put on and fake it. And you know, when the when y'all say play, I'm able to go. But that's mm-hmm. not what I like to do. That's not what I'm most comfortable with. Right. Um, but what I do like to do is give other people a, a chance to shine, a platform to shine. And some people are like really good at it and they um you know they shine in that so i'm like mm-hmm. okay let, what do i have to do to help you so you could be in the front and i could just be in the back right, you know what i'm saying right. so that's kind of what drives it as well to just giving other people a platform to shine because i mean i listen to more independent podcasters than i do um like the people on huge networks you right know what I'm saying? I and find i feel like doing that a lot just too. because you're not on a huge network doesn't mean that you don't have great content right. you know right. what i'm saying and i find people that aren't on a huge network more relatable mm-hmm. you know what i mean because they're talking to they're actually going to work every day and then doing this on the side so right. i can relate to them because they're having their day-to-day process that they go through and then they're talking about entertainment or things that i might actually be interested right. in so and i just think the direction that podcast are going and it's going to eventually replace radio because Mm -hmm. people are more or less wanting to talk about issues the things that are going on in the world how can we fix them so I just think that the podcast thing is going to another level so I don't know where do you where do you see even your organization at a pod connection where do you see it going eventually um I would like it to be the goal originally was for it to be a network mm. um, so that, you know, I can have podcasters just on the network and give them, um, like I said, a platform. And then also more so just having events and um, different things around um, making your podcast better, mm-hmm. um, giving you the resources that you need to make it better, um, introducing to you to whoever it is that needs to just take you to the next level. Um, to be honest, I'm actually getting a little bit of podcast burnout <laughs> um, just because I've been doing it for a while. Right. You know, I've host I was hosting two podcasts at one time at one mm. point. Mm. Um, so for now, I think. I don't really know, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Just because, like I said, I'm kind of feeling like a little burnout and I don't want to do anything just to keep doing it. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I want to still have passion behind it. Um, it may be that, you know, I just keep the brand, but maybe I'm just not at the helm of it or not in like the day to day, you know, work behind right. it. Cause I, right. cause I do feel like I'm getting a little bit of burnout. Yeah. But um, on the opposite side of that, it's like, especially this pot excellence weekend it's it's growing each year is going it's getting bigger and better people are more people are wanting to be involved so i can't just say well no that was fun the last years i'm not doing this no more um so definitely i'll keep the pot excellence weekend going mm-hmm. and this year was the first year that i added the pot excellence awards yeah shout out to that yeah so um that's definitely something that'll still be a staple mm-hmm. so yes. I'll, I'll probably just focus on expanding the yeah brand. expanding just the pot excellence weekend which I was going to say that we are, um, I guess, nominees for some of yes. the awards. Just get around the applause for No Advisory Podcast. <laughs> right. Well. You got to show yourself some love. Shit. Absolutely. Shit. Now, we got the, um, I just want you to let the people know about the actual event that day and what's going on. Because us, along with, I guess, it was Call You Back, mm-hmm, Stay Ready. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, trying to say the names without yeah, looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. No, no I'm going to say Call You Back, Stay Ready. Um, living single, us and after party. I don't know. You got it. I got it. No, I actually Look. cheated. I cheated. Oh, okay, okay. I was trying to do it without cheating. I was like, right. no, I gotta cheat now. Do what you gotta yeah, do. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, I just want you to um, to just pre- briefly describe to the people what the event is going to entail that day. What people going to look for on that day? Sure. So it's actually a weekend. So okay. the Friday is it'll be October fourth through the sixth. I'm starting on the Friday. We're gonna have a meet and greet. Okay. Um, and then probably, you know how we do, we'll, right. it'll be an after party, after party. <laughs> somewhere. Um, hey. and then, <laughs> if not in a parking lot, hey. right, somewhere, it'll be a parking kick a back party. something, Absolutely. I don't know, but it'll be something. Um, <laughs> even if I don't have anything technically on the itinerary, I'm sure there'll still be right. some type something. of after party. Right. Um, and then Friday morning, um, was the actual day of most of the events. So it'll mm-hmm. be, um, we're going to, we're going to have a few workshops in the early morning, um, network, uh, you know, a span of time for like networking. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, it'll be the live shows with you guys, mm-hmm. and then in the evening, it'll be the Pod Excellence Awards. Okay, I'm sure, there'll be another after party. 
And then on Sunday we're gonna have like a farewell brunch. Wow. So it's a jam packed weekend. That's so what are you looking? What are you looking most forward to? Like when these events come up, what are you most forward? Because I'm pretty sure you're running racket yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. But for the actual show, what are you most so looking this, forward to? So I most look forward to um, everything just going according to plan. <laughs> to plan. <laughs> and that's the hardest part. Yeah, and that and that never actually it never happens exactly. Right. Um, but as long as the attendees don't know that, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you guys that are involved don't feel that, right. um, then to me, it's a success. Um, as far as the, tech, the things that are going on that weekend, I'm most looking forward to the awards. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I said, it's the first year that we're doing it. And to me, it's something special because I feel like it's not like I said, these are the people that should be nominated. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you guys put it out there and your, your listeners, your fans, your whoever said, hey, we want them to get this recognition. Right. So to me, I feel like, you know, that's more important. Um, and that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Right. Let's give a round of applause for that. Yes, yes. I'm killing that round of applause button right like now. You are, you are. Fucking it up. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be any of the people nominated or anything, but who are some of the podcasts you like to listen to or YouTubers or who are some of your favorite? Right. Um, ooh, good question. So um, what I, I'm going to just toot my own, own horn here. <laughs> okay, even go though ahead, it's not girl. a podcast. Tutor, right. yeah, even though it's not a podcast, the webcast that I do with my co-host, I'm Just Jackie, mm-hmm. um, I look forward to that to doing that every uh two weeks um because it's live and because mm-hmm. we get live interaction right. on youtube you yeah guys are- youtube per- you can watch it on periscope or okay. just twitter okay live mm-hmm. um we we might go to facebook as well because facebook is the huge conglomerate but we just haven't gone there yet mm-hmm. um other than that um weekly i listen to um, well i just started listening to you guys weekly oh, oh, um, the good thing about yeah the good thing about doing this is that i'm exposed to Something podcasts right. that no, you know right. i Never had no idea so I, I did even though i'm live here in charlotte I did not know of you guys before this right. year. So I started listening to you guys. Um, I listened to, um, oh goodness, I listened to um, The John Effect. I listened to um, Joe Button, obviously. Shout out to Joe um, Button. Yeah, he's actually like the only uh, major podcast I listen to. Everybody else is pretty independent. Right. Um, I listen to, um, it's called TOS. I listen to them um, weekly. I listen to um, Drunk Mind, Sober Thoughts. I listen to um, a, a, an array. You got a lot. Yeah, like yeah. an array of, po- of podcasts. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it's a whole plethora it of podcasts. It is so many. There, I mean, you have your staple ones. Like, I have my staple ones I listen to every week, but mm-hmm. it's just like, it amazes me. Like, right. even during this po- this process of the the um, A-Pod thing, I'm mm-hmm. just like, gosh, I didn't even realize it was so many, so many. Yeah. like people comment and I'm like, well, what right. podcast are you with? Let me right. check you out. So it's actually bringing podcasts together as well. Mm-hmm. Was that something that was kind of planned? Yeah, that's you- that's the point of it. That's that is the point of it Um, to because like like you said, um, there's you'll be put onto podcasts that you had no idea. About. Right. Um, right. Sometimes we get stuck like in a bubble of just interacting with just the Ten, five, ten people that we know. Exactly. And you, you think that that's kind of you get into the um, behavior that that's kind of it, and that's that's not it at all. There's podcasters that are coming from Detroit, New York, um, the less the yeah. West Coast. You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, it's definitely good to you know because it's a whole different group of people that attended last year. Mm-hmm. So um, that to me, that's the point of it. To being right. in a room with, like I said, people that share your same passion, and you know what I mean, and growing from there. Like real relationships have been formed yeah. mm-hmm. from last year. Like real business has been formed from last year. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's a good thing to me. I want to know, like, what what has been your like your toughest? Um, I would say like kickback as as in regards to starting this up and getting it flowing, like. What is your what was your toughest resistance or your toughest obstacle you had to face in order to be like okay here it is now? Um, other than the the actual planning of it, like I said, but that's with with any event, mm-hmm. the actual planning of it. Um, this year, I actually faced like some some criticism mm-hmm. because of the Pod Excellence Awards. So, okay. you know, I have this network. I'm also, um, you know, pretty well known like in this arena. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I know a few people. Um, and a lot of them are podcasters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I first announced the awards, that was one thing everybody was all excited. But then, right. you know, when it's announced, like, who's being nominated and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. I got a, a little bit of backlash right. from that. Oh, um, wow. A lot, actually, that I didn't know about, but kind of people put me on to. And then wow. some that I actually saw myself. Mm-hmm. And I think the thought process was that because I know on a personal level, 
and you know interact with and have done other things with in the past other podcasters Mm -hmm. that they they should have been the ones Mm -hmm. that was on this platform right um but no you know what i'm saying like that's not what this is about this is about you getting out there having your people vote for you right you know what i'm saying like like for you guys for instance y'all was nominated for like a bunch of stuff yeah like y'all name was in there like a lot so whatever you did you got your people to vote for you. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That right. I didn't have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick you guys. I didn't say, I didn't even know about you. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was put out there. Y'all did, y'all people did what y'all had to do and y'all got up there. And that's all that it was about. Right. It wasn't any any preference from me or anything like that. Right. Um, so this year, that's kind of made me feel, like I felt bad about that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I feel like for one, if you we be cool like that, we podcast peers, mm-hmm. you should be supporting this move regardless. Regardless, right. It doesn't matter whether you got nominated or not. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And if you didn't get that ain't my fault that you ain't getting nominated. That has right. nothing. Right. It was literally based right. on you. wanted you. me to just nominate you because we're friends. Mm-hmm. Right. No, that ain't and what that's this just is a, about. <laughs> that's just, you know, with our people, we always in this competitive mode. Like, oh, I'm better or my thing is better than you or this or can you look out for me and stuff like that. I, you know, and I always um, bring it back to with social media because everything in social media, everybody's doing good. Mm-hmm. Everybody, nobody's doing bad. This person's... So it's like when people see another podcast, they may... Because you're a podcast, that don't mean we're on the same level. Mm-hmm. You know, you may have fans... Um, we. We may have more fans that's more than you, or you may have more fans more than us. It's just like like you said, you got to go put in the work and get the people to nominate you right. and to vote for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if we would have sat back and say, hey, you know, nobody would have voted for us. As, a po- you know, as we right. could have. And, and I think that's... And it's like such a mentality that right. I it's hate. Just so, I just, yeah, because I hate even with the Queen City Awards, Awards yeah. like we lost friends. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, a, it's like a yeah. thing where within your own community because right. I look at like the podcast community just in Charlotte if you just include us mm-hmm. it's just like we should be getting along more than anything. anything it should be where someone from the outside comes and asks someone about us and we can big up and we right. can right. oh they're I know them personally I know mm-hmm. they do this as opposed to hating on them because that doesn't look good for us it, right. as the a city because you know what I mean so right. I, I just don't I don't like that but I did want to ask you I know you probably have to go but I did want to ask you like because I'm an introvert as well like Rory. I would <laughs> I would prefer to be in the house than I'd rather do our meetings on Google Hangouts than do them at the really freaking nigga. Red 28. Like, Bruh. I would like to really be nigga. at the house. Bruh. That's just my thing. <laughs> but I also love pop culture. I also love entertainment. Mm-hmm. I love red carpets and everything. So how do you find the balance between being wanting to be by yourself but needing to be in the public I mean, eye no, for right. your brand? How do you balance that? Um, Give your girl some advice. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It's not easy being an introvert and trying to do anything like mm-hmm. um, I've had to push myself. I don't want to say that I'm being fake. It's not that I'm being fake doing this right now, because mm-hmm. even this right now is it's, it's difficult for me. Right. Because mm-hmm. I don't I don't like I don't like right. to talk well, about myself. Good, yeah. right. <laughs> you're doing really it's good. It's been a Good-fool few years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few years of me getting it down pat. Right. Um, but like I said, I don't like I don't like the spotlight to be on me. I really honestly and truly don't. Um, I've just learned, I guess, that I cannot do that to to be successful. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I have to push myself. I have to say, okay, Nicole, this is it. You could do it. You know, don't worry about it. You know, think about something else. Or, you know, just whatever, if you want to get to that next level. Right. Um, I actually am, like, I do like talking to people that I know and mm-hmm. people that I'm comfortable with. Like, I can go all day. Like, right. I can discuss <laughs> topics. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and my girlfriend, we could talk all day. Me and my, my partner, we can talk all day. My friends, you know, that's that's different. But um, when there's a spotlight on me, something happens on the inside that mm-hmm. I don't really, I can't really explain it. Um, but, like I said, it's just kind of years, like, six years ago, mm-hmm. um, it would not have been this easy. It wouldn't look this easy like mm. I'd be up here like mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying but it's, it's been a few years now but originally to answer your question it's really just um, talking to myself like I'm talking to myself talking on the inside through throughout mm-hmm. like throughout like even as I was driving here I was like okay like it's gonna be cool don't worry you know they cool mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying it's right. no big thing like you do and then it's like when I feel it coming on it's like you cannot like you can't just say no I'm not gonna do it mm-hmm. right. 
Um, I told you guys it was like an accident on the way here. Mm, you know right. what I'm saying? Yes, so I was child. a little bit late. Mm-hmm. So even when I was sending an email like, hey, I'm going to be able to, I'm like, mm, maybe it won't happen today. But that's my anxiety. Mm. So like, mm, okay, yeah, maybe I'll have a reason Sometimes to we're like our biggest reschedule. enemy. Yeah, yeah we're our like, worst enemy. What am I saying? Maybe it'll be okay if right. I just, re- no, like my event is four weeks away. Mm-hmm. Like I have to do have this. To do it, right. So really it's just me saying, Nicole, you have to. And then talking, my, talking to myself throughout. Like I'm dreading right now the day of the event, having to get up there and talk and say, thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what a lot of people, because they think, oh, she does it so easily. You don't know the demons that are inside right. her telling, right. girl, you cannot do this. Right. And right. It's just like, it's like for me, like being on this flat platform, but just even getting to this platform, it's like, you have to do it. Like, this is what you're here to do. So, right. right. At least I know I'm not crazy because I no. talk to myself all the time. Yes. Like, actually, what are you doing? She's crazy. You talk to yourself. Sit in the corner like... Whatever. Like, like, should I do it? I don't know. I'm doing it. You know what I want to know? Because you said you're um, you, you big on hip-hop. Mm-hmm. So... Let's get because usually we have the artists. We and do. Stuff ahead. I already we know where you're going ask with the, this. The, the the five questions, but we 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 call it the three questions is death, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's not bad. You don't just say I like being put on the spot. That's right. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> Playing into your anxiety, girl. It's not bad, Nick. So I want to I want to see I want to see what Mr. Cole has to say. <laughs> Shut up. Because me and Ash we were talking like it's a it's a gang of us. Actually, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's just us two holding it down. Yeah, I give I gave everybody the days off. No I pay. thought that, yeah, no I thought pay. it was a lot of us. Two of y'all. So okay. had the day off. Mm-hmm. They didn't get no pay today, <laughs> right? Docking y'all's Docking pay. pay. Well. <laughs> but um, we was talking about um, best videos, right? Yes. So of all, t- of all favorite, favorite video. videos of all time. So we usually ask what's the favorite. Um, Can artist. I say mine? Because he liked to play mine. No. I s- Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I said Busta Rhymes. Which one? Because he has um, Janet Jackson in oh, um, yeah. Gonna Make, Gonna Make. And he gave me the toilet sound. <laughs> but I felt like that was like, I can't stand him. I felt like that was the first like futuristic video that kind of set the trim. Because you remember they did all that turn into liquid mm-hmm. and they did all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, whatever. That was one of my friends. Then he brought up MJ. And I, of course, I forgot all about the thriller videos. But I'm still sticking with my Busta Rhymes you video. Stay. That's my fave and that's what I'm sticking with. Okay, you can stick What did with you it. say? Huh? What did you I, say? I originally said um Victory um with Biggie Smalls and Puff Daddy. You need to give yourself a toilet for that. Girl, thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's it's not that that's not a good that's video, a but, but of all time of all times. No, but see that that but that's where the the question the switched question up. Lied, right. Because she asked me what was the, the favorite, video. favorite video of all. No, no the, f- the, best the best video, video of all time. time. And then we had to switch it to your favorite. To so he favorite. said that was his best of all time. But then you said your favorite was. No, was my favorite well, was Buster Rhymes. The best I said was um, Michael Jackson Thriller. Michael Jackson Thriller. But then my favorite is, is um, Victory. Victory, okay. Right. Okay, so yeah. So I can, that's two different things. Right. Yeah. What's best and what's your favorite? Right. So we're going to ask gonna you. Two different things. <laughs> ask a hip hop hit. A hip hop hit. What is your, you, what is your personal best favorite video of all time? And what is, no, no. Did I say that right? What is your favorite video of all time? And, and what do you feel is the best, best video, video of all time? time? Right. Um, I check myself sometimes. <laughs> best video of all time. I, I may agree with you in, in Thriller or okay. maybe even like Remember the Time. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Michael Jackson. That was like That's a whole movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. That um, was a great one. Damn. You got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and for favorite, it's not necessarily like the best is, you know, like videography or anything mm-hmm. like that. But just in, impact mm-hmm. to me would be um, Nas Illmatic. Oh, shit. Um, I said Illmatic, but I meant to say it ain't hard to tell. Yeah, but it was on the album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's mm-hmm. my favorite rapper of all time, though. Yeah. Nas is? You should know that. I mean, I thought it was. been doing this? I thought it was. Is Nas on your wall? Because you got the paint. Biggie, you got Jay-Z, you. and Nas. Oh, okay. Ah. Top three. I couldn't Stop. remember if Nas was right. up there. Shout out to my man Ching Duga for those artwork, too. <laughs> you know yeah, so that would be. Uh, so it, it ain't hard to tell, would be just because of the impact that it had, like, on my life. Like, like my life is, like, before that and mm. after that. You right. know what I mean? As far as hip hop goes. Mm. Like, before that video and after that 
video. Or mm. before that album and after that album. Yeah. Like, I just think a lot I of think, things change. Yeah. Change. Yes. And why do hip hop heads compare their life to like a particular album, like before this album and al- after this album? I think a lot of hip hop heads do that. Because that's when yeah. you know an album is great. Absolutely. Right. And you know how much of an effect you knew exactly what you were going through, and this was right. the catalyst for this happening. Right. So exactly. It like exactly. sets the tone. Mm-hmm. If you look at the the just the scenery in that video, um, you know the things that the clothes that they were wearing, mm-hmm. like to me, like that's what my teenage years look mm-hmm. like, just like that. Right. So that's why it's impactful to me. Right. Yep. I think my teenage years look like that too. Because mm. I'm old too. Mm. Hmm? Well. Don't be looking, don't, don't. <laughs> I'm not going to divulge my age. I'm 22 as far as y'all. Yeah, right. Let's get a round of applause one time, Mr. Cole. A-pop connection. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Thanks thank so you for stopping in. Yes. Child, that traffic. I Girl. saw that vehicle. Yes. I'm like, Girl. oh, goodness. I didn't see it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So but, thank you, yes. in Let, spite of, for showing up. We yes, appreciate you. Let them know where they can find it. you on all social media platforms. Tell them about the event, all that. Yeah, so you can find me personally on, I'm always on Twitter. So Twitter, um, Miss Nicole Banks, or Instagram, MS underscore Nicole Banks or Facebook Nicole Banks. As far as the pod connection, um, all platforms, a pod connection. Um, pod Excellence Weekend is this October 4th through the 6th. I hope you guys can come out. If you go to a pod connection, um, any other platforms, the link is in the bio. Right. Go check it out. And also check the link is in our bio as well. If you want Absolutely. to get some tickets, just go to the link in the bio and put um, Norvazi Live Show. Click that and get a um, discount if you put in Norvazi. Yeah. Yes, put in Norvazi. But get a ticket. And get a ticket. Yeah. Support the event, support us, support all the podcasts that's doing their thing out and here. And shout out to all the other podcasts yes. part of Yeah, it. shout out to um, Call You Back, Stay Ready, Living Single, <laughs> Us, and After Party. Yeah, got yes. it. Dang. So blind up. Yes. So blind up this year. It's your boy C.O. McClain. It's your girl Ashby. Shout out to the squad. Shout Boogie Merciless. Shout out to E Classic Gang. Patty. Snow Boston. And my man D Sleeze over there. My man. Yes. Is it Germany? Germany. Germany. He said England. England they tried to do the accent. England, <laughs> wrong, wrong place, sir. Wrong place. Shout out to IG. Shout out to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's the no Bobby Podcast. You sign off. Bang. Tell them vibes. We give it all that. You know, school and session and we ain't giving no table no advisory, I mean with a toe. Get a plate in the fold with food. We give away to your thoughts. Ain't a thing to get over. Top of good today, who the boss through the fall. We online like we came to the mall. So I'm on that. Cause I got a strong back. That's why I put the city on it. Workout is all last. I already run the city. You might need more laps.